0: You're now listening to the. Oh, you're now listening to the Limerick Post News Roundup. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt, and this is where we bring you the week's news in bite-sized portions. And I'm now joined in studio by our journalist, Bernie English. One of our journalists, Bernie English. Is it too early to say ho ho ho? Um, I think we're getting there, Bernie. A couple now, of weeks we stick now. humbug for a while yeah. more. How are you getting on?
1: Well, I was getting on great today until somebody skipped me in the queue downtown. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's never nice. Anyway, is it? We isn't? won't talk about yeah. that.
0: <laughs> we won't dwell on it. You, you've sorted them out anyway. I did. I hit her. So, uh, Bernie, you have the front page of this week's Limerick Post.
1: I did, I did, yeah. and we excellent news, really excellent news in an awful lot of fronts, not just in itself, but um, we're looking at perhaps having a second Troy studio in Limerick, and if not in Limerick, at very worst in the vicinity in the Brilliant. region. Such has been the uh, such has been the success of Troy that uh, there's there's definitely there, we hear we heard this week at a meeting or at a presentation that there is huge demand from the industry to have a, a second facility, maybe a little smaller facility, feeding into the first one, or maybe one the same size. So um, David Cantwell, who is, the, who is the CEO of Innovate Limerick, was explaining to members of the local council that this is where one of the projects they're dealing with, and it's an extremely exciting project. I think we all have to agree on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It brings something new to the region completely. Absolutely, industry and that's what's so region, good about yeah. it.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, we do we do have a long history of, of various industries. We have a great history of the biomedical industry. Um, you know, we've we've a great industry with, with with technology production and science, definitely linked to our to our to our third level institutions. But now this is opening up whole new doors for us, mm-hmm. and the third level institutions, in fairness to them, are getting on board with this. There's four hundred and fifty people employed out there. All in top, good, good jobs. Yeah. You know, these 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 are not minimum wage jobs. Not to say there's anything wrong with that, but this is this is lucrative and it's it's very exciting, as you said, in terms of it being complete departure for us, and that it has grown so quickly over the last few years. Credible.
0: And I'd imagine some of the concern with the council would be where the employment is coming from. Is it local?
1: They asked that question. Yes, yeah. and um, now David didn't have. A percentage to give him, but he said he said he had satisfied himself yeah. that the vast majority of people working there are local. There is because the industry is completely new in the region. There is, he pointed out, a necessity to import talent to yeah. import skills. But this second facility might actually leave us in a position where we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. He pointed out, you have big productions like you know um, the Night Night, night Flyers from yeah. Net, from from for Netflix. They come in, they spend a year filming seven months. And they take their people and their skills and they go. Yeah. If we had a smaller studio that was turning over smaller productions and feeding into the main Troy studio, then it would be constantly occupied. And we would have people who would be passing on skills and people who would have projects to work on in order to yeah. learn.
0: And I know speaking to people who were involved with the Nightflyers uh, project, they, they said... The amount of experience it gave people. Oh, phenomenal. Getting into that industry who, yeah. you know, because yeah. that's one of the key things is gaining the experience. And, it is because outside
1: yeah. Ardmore, when you think about it, do we, we don't really have...
0: Not on this side of the country anyway. No, yeah. we don't
1: really have that kind of thing. And Ireland is increasingly being recognised as a fantastic setting.
0: The landscapes and everything. Landscapes, it has it all, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Everything from sci-fi to yeah. historic...
0: Like we've seen Game of Thrones being shot in Ireland. We have. Star Wars. Or,
1: Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. you know it's, it's a fantastic we're a fantastic island to actually come and work in for the film industry so yeah. more of that and you know the amazing thing is David Cantwell told them there's 500 million worth of projects out there just looking for somewhere to go yeah imagine if we could get even a slice of that exactly it would yeah. fantastic massive
0: yeah. 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 so uh, that story is available on page 1 and page 6 of this week's Limited Post newspaper and then further on uh, more uh, focus on the region and not just one part of it but the whole region uh, Shannon needs funding support to drive growth so you were at a meeting during the week where this was being discussed as well Bernie
1: Yes also a presentation to the council's um, economic uh, and, and, and development committee and there was a presentation from economist Dr. Katrina Cahill who was making a presentation on a report uh, instigated by Limerick Chamber and carried out by an independent company and um, Copenhagen Economics. Yeah. And it was basically to look at what it means to the region, for what Shannon Airport means to the region as a driver for the economy. Mm-hmm. Now, it was quite a long presentation, quite detailed, and she, she gave an awful lot of facts and figures in it. It all boiled down to something, really, that we already knew. Yeah. Which is, if you invest in Shannon, jobs will come.
0: <laughs>
1: if you invest in Shannon, people will come. <laughs> And the findings by this, uh, I've seen the document, it's extremely glossy, extremely well done. I'd say it must have cost them a fortune. But the findings by this, by Copenhagen Economics, as I said, they are really just that. Um, And they seem to have some difficulty with the idea that the government would not allow Shannon to apply for funding under EU regulation.
0: Which it's entitled to.
1: Which it's entitled to. And there was quite a number of questions for Dr. Cahill as to why this should be. Yeah. And the one that she came back with, which was really quite stark, and it's good because she's not a politician. She can <laughs> actually tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and she came back with a very stark answer. Well, it's EU. It's allowed under EU. But government policy is they're not going to let Shannon apply under yeah. the three million passenger rule. And when she was asked, why not? She said, well, they don't want to dilute the fund, which is a nice way of saying they don't want too many people getting their fingers in the pot. <laughs> um, but it kind of beggars belief, and uh, to me, as a layperson, you know, I know the small airports do bring an economic gain yeah. to the areas to not, you know, knock and, 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 and carry for. Yeah. But I mean, one of the councillors who lives, one of the councillors who's Liam Galvin, who's down down that neck of the woods, says he regularly passes far and far. And it's, it's, he says, there are days when it's busier than Shannon. Yeah. But it's a very small scale operation. If they invested some of that money in Shannon, and Shannon would, had funds freed up from doing major projects, like you Know fixing the runway, which mm-hmm. they just did recently, if that cash could have been ploughed into getting new routes
0: because it's more than tourism that the airport could be used for. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, and I mean, one of one of the councillors made the point that love them or hate them, you know, one of the biggest customers for Shannon at the moment are the military,
2: yeah, the US military. Yeah.
1: But the point was made that there's there's a huge you know, if 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 we actually if there was an actual aviation policy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we could benefit from it, well, like similar spec, to you know,
0: almost every other. country country, in the eu (laughs)
1: yeah this report also looked at sir at denmark and the netherlands and places like that where they switched their policy from encouraging um aviation into their main airport yeah and actually made it they actually spread the cake Mm -hmm. and they put in incentives for people for airlines to fly into other airports and it has completely reversed the trend i mean dublin is totally dominating us at the moment well you
0: can see it in france as well with charles de gaulle and places like that you're not just flying into one airport there's a new m- number of airports yeah that I can mean Charleston,
1: then down the road you've got, not, you've got exactly, you know. exactly yeah. uh, but if you consider the size of any other country implementing an aviation policy it's flabbergasting that yeah. we don't have one or at least not one that works in the 21st century <laughs> you know I mean like we're a speck in the ocean yeah if if the government actually said listen hold on a second Dublin is boiling over mm-hmm. it's going to fall into the Irish Sea the city <laughs> the airport the whole blooming lot it's completely overheated they sh- they say they have this spatial strategy. They say they have this regionalisation program. That's all very well, but you know you're going to have to put your money where your mouth is mm-hmm. for those things. And putting money where your mouth is in Shannon would give us an enormous advantage. And it's not to say that we're actually going to take routes that Dublin want. Yeah. You know, if we if we got some of the routes, some of the some of the airlines that are flying into slots and in these incredibly expensive slots in Dublin, mm-hmm. it would free dublin up to bring in this the Qatar air and you know the the more lucrative flights that they can charge more for yeah and like let us let's let's us have the taurus molinas let's us have exactly you know tui we're glad to have all those those flights and and the business flights which are you know um people don't want to go to dublin to do business in galway
0: yeah and especially like this could be a major part of the government's capital plan as well
1: it should be a major part of yeah. <laughs> the government's capital plan. And
0: especially when you think about the amount of investment it will require to carry out that plan.
1: Well, this is the thing that the reporter was making. was making the point that, you know, it's a real bang for buck. Yeah. If a small amount of money sent down to Shannon, will do an awful lot more than will ever be done in Dublin. Because Dublin is, you know, you can't stuff any more cherries into a pie already <laughs> formed at the bottom of the oven. Um, whereas in Shannon, an amount of investment would and I, the two th- actually interestingly enough one of the councillors both those presentations the Troy presentation and this were made at the same meeting yeah. and one of the councillors said hold on a minute you know Shannon could be the airport for the film industry
0: yeah you never know
1: I'm telling you so we could yeah. be all down there next week and especially Merlo when we have the Ryder bumping Cup on in a few years time as well you yeah. know bumping to Merrill Street having coffee <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: that's just a regular occurrence or, or uh, yeah.
1: Al Pacino and then you'd never you'd never get me out of the place <laughs> what
0: about his uh, cousin Ka? Cappuccino. Ooh, cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, <I guess. laughs> all those stories are available in this week's Limerick Post newspaper and online at limerickpost.ie. Thanks for joining us. Ho ho ho! Joining me in studio now is host of the Limerick Post show, Megan Scully. Megan, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you getting on? I'm not too bad. You had a lovely night last night, I believe.
2: Yes, I uh, went to Dolans for their 25th birthday. Um 25 years in Limerick City and uh have to say the Dolans put on a great show.
0: Yeah, there was some crowd there, wasn't there?
2: Really great yeah. crowd and um it was so nice to see so many people turn up just for them and um, I just like it was just such a good atmosphere.
0: There was a little uh, shindig on upstairs In Dolans, for people who who don't know, and the room actually looked beautiful as
2: well. Oh, it's class! It's like so funny to be in a room that you generally see gigs in, and then be there for kind of more so an event. Yeah, it was lovely. It was really good fun, and um, I think the Dolans seemed like they were having a great time as well, which is most important. And
0: and you had a chat with Val.
2: I did. I chatted to Val uh, just as the party kicked off before the crowds got in there, um, talking all about how Dolans first opened up as a small trad pub and how now it's become what it is, and having um, a huge three day festival now live at Docklands, um, about it being a family business, and just about music and Dolan's in general
0: and the food yesterday was
2: yes which uh, I only found out today were pork sliders not beef (laughs) 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 didn't stop eating them though
0: (laughs) but uh, very nice
2: yeah oh it was amazing
0: so um, what else did you get up to this week Megan
2: well, um, I had chatted to Limerick singer songwriter Aaron Hackett. Um, he's obviously a local guy, so he was in the studio and he performed a song for us. Also, we've got a special Christmas song coming up, but we're not going to release that. Secret just project yet. song. Yes, yeah. that's exactly it. Um, also, I um, chatted to the guys in St Mary's Men's Shed on Nicholas Street about the projects that they are working on at the moment. They do some really cool things down there, and I have to say they're just so sound and so welcoming. Like I love when we go in there for a visit. Yeah,
0: there was actually some. There was one fellow working on his bones. Yeah, yeah they're amazing, and the they've.
2: and the history behind them they're all like love spoons and everything like really cool stuff (laughs) who knew a spoon could be so like interesting I actually was like blown away by it so that was really cool as well so yeah no it's been a really fun week and also um, another video that's circulating that is still quite um, in time is our Christmas in Limerick video I chatted Aoife Aoife, Potter Cogan above the Toots train and actually people are (laughs) I just got a message this morning going just watch your video on the train it was really cool Um, so that's kind of I suppose that is quite um, not time sensitive but it's basically all the stuff that's going on for Christmas and up until New Year's. So the trip on Toots was cool, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so fun. I was like, this could go one way or another because you're obviously on a moving train um, and it was quite windy that day. <laughs> so we were like between trying to hold down things and like keep hair out of the face. It was a, it a good laugh. But um, no, it was really interesting as well. And to know about all the events and kind of, your know, Christmas around the corner. And can you tell that I sound a little fluy? Yeah,
0: you kind of do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like trying to mind my voice here as well and um, not sneeze on everyone.
0: Well, I won't keep you here too long because I don't want to make you sicker, Megan. But uh, where can people find the Limerick Post show?
2: Limerickpost.e forward slash show and every Friday the show comes out. And if you just keep an eye on all our social media, uh, make sure you're following us to keep up to yeah. date with everything that's going on.
0: Because there's videos popping up all week. Oh, there is. Even yeah.
2: out through the weekend as well. I tell that's you, we're fair busy yeah. so we are.
0: One of us is anyway.
2: <laughs> That's how you I'm so busy. <laughs>
0: Megan, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks to have me. Have a good weekend. I'm now joined in studio by our arts editor, Rose Rush. Rose, how are you getting on this week?
3: Hi, keen, terrific. Had a short break, which is wonderful. You had a short
0: break and a yes. lovely week, I'd imagine.
3: Lovely week indeed. Yeah, yeah. Christmas is a short time here for for a lot of us because we've 52 issues of the Limerick Post in the year. So, dear listeners, you won't be missing your pampas, the Limerick Post. (laughs) We'll be be having a shorter Christmas. But look, I made up for it. It took a few days out in mid-December. And that was centered around the magnificent Hosier and his extraordinary concert.
0: I've heard of him before. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) How was it, Rose?
3: (sighs) The lovely thing about Hosier is how stable the man is himself. Yeah absolutely recognizable you know temperament singing voice his approach to the public in his phenomenal five years of success he's the bloke you think you know from talking yeah full marks for that it's a lovely thing
0: what's it like on stage
3: In contrast to the ex... This concert was of epic dimension. 10,000 filled the arena. He filled the arena. It was on the tree
0: arena in Dublin.
3: Absolutely. And sold out the second night as well. We were there for the first night when tickets first became available on Ticketmaster back in early September. And... um, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still humming this concert. And he said the second album, which famously difficult to birth for artists, apparently, he's gone into a huge rock sound. Yeah. Uh, it's protest rock. It's doomed to love rock. It's celebratory rock. Uh, but it's a really, really big sound, which he delivers easily. And I, and I mean, picture the surround wall of sound. Yeah, That sort of effect um, is achievable in the three arena. Seriously, big band, half Irish, half American, uh, two or three extraordinary musicians and singers, female from Nashville, uh, another woman from the UK, uh, and three Irish, you know, keyboard sound, um, percussion, bass guitar, and mm-hmm. his bass guitarist, whose name escapes me now, I think it begins Alex, uh, is also his musical director. My Christ, like, what an achievement. The stage looked magnificent. And the wonderful thing was this this very silently and invisibly and undetectably, this enormous stage was being set up in the background while his opening act, Freya Ridings, amused us with um, a smaller stage pushed out of the front, what we call playing in the round, where you're surrounded by the mosh pit and the audience. And she held her own there for, for a short time. And then maybe a, a, a ten minute pause. He came on, banging the button at nine nine p.m. and um, from the light show, which was just breathtaking throughout, to the pyrotechnics, to the uh, photo montage, video footage of um, Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, tribute to the Rohingya, uh, Rohingya refugees. Yeah. Sorry, my <clears throat> voice is not good. Um also his his huge hit Take Me to Church. You've probably seen that video. It it's it's quite well known at this stage. It's um, set against the background of gay love. Beautiful love story, and uh, homophobics and the guys at the Klux Clan yeah. come to, to, to burn them out and crucify them. Very good video, actually. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> but when you see it in live and the big scale, and then they, um, how beautiful, 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 Hozier's voice is, because this is his last concert tap and this immense juggernaut of a tour he's done. And his singing voice is so on point. The wonderful thing about that is, like, you know, there's no way the audience can compete. So while you might want to put up your phone and shake it around or b- put the torch on and, you know, wave your arms, there is no way any one of us is going to scale his octaves yeah. and for the duration of his lengthy, meaty, you know, soundcraft. There's no way. So he, he gets to all the platform. You don't have Tuna's Rolls or Key and, you know, singing you out of it in your ear and <laughs> absolutely want to jack Buddhism from the Cedar Rand thing. Uh, so the scale of the concert and it's, it's just its depth and its artistry. Really, 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 really beautiful. The cinematic projections. I had to I, I love production. I, I love, I'm always keen to get it onto the listener, back to the reader that, you know, when you go to theatre or a concert, it's, it's a oh, the actor's great. This is a fantastic play by O'Kasey. It's, look at all the nuts and bolts that yeah. go with it. And the savage thing about the concert is we got our tickets for 50 quid each. Nice one. The man sang for two hours and, you know, the posh word, the montage yeah. that goes with all of that. I don't think our 50 quid would have, you know, paid his background it. And like team. It is a massive background team. Macron yeah. team. I think there are three four pyrotechnics on yeah. it, uh, five or six uh, visual techies, uh, video techies on it, and of course they would have their individual you know, visual arts director, et cetera, et cetera. And forget any bull about, you know, pausing to change for costume or wear a different headdress. We're spared all of that. The intros and preambles to a song when we got it were were pertinent. And most of all, he just strides around the stage in this relaxed, shoulders back, long legged manner. He's completely in possession of this, this fabulous new kingdom, which we got to enter. Wonderful stuff.
0: Brilliant. And shop local, Irish yeah i'm
3: just so proud <laughs> yeah. and that he's irish that he's md is irish you know half his band and he seems to be able to afford the world now yeah nobody he had playing with him and singing with him none of those artists came cheap yeah. and they're they're multi-instrumentalists as, as well as singers so, uh, so uh, onto some
0: local arts then rose uh, there's a, a big and fairly important gig coming up that seems to take stage every year okay we're straight
3: into january we are no we'll hit up this one first
0: because it is a it is an important one
3: Yeah, yeah um the project is metis music for mental health yeah it's a project seeded two years back now and bear in mind that january 2020 will be the third year so when i speak about 2018 and 19 you know I'm we're already looking two years back Yeah. Uh, folks please enter your calendar for friday january 10th dolan's warehouse and dolan's having celebrated a righteously and riotously brilliant 25th year anniversary yesterday thank you valerie and mick and neil and for your invitation to us all here at limerick post Uh they're giving the warehouse for free on a friday night as they have done yeah, for it's each massive, two years yeah. That's one of the supports. Yeah. It's led by Carl Daly of Metis Ireland and Jan Daly, No Relation of Limerick Jazz Society. And I've been working with Jan for, oh God, a couple of decades now through Limerick Jazz Festival and Limerick Jazz Society gigs on the page. But furthermore, going back to 2005, um, himself and myself and Limerick Jazz and Jan O'Sullivan, we were on a committee for what was briefly called Jazz Party. And to this day, the night we organized in, I think it was September, November 2005, raised 16 and a half thousand grand in one night. That is still Ireland's single biggest jazz party. I think we might have had up to eight to ten bands playing wow. in the four venues of Dolan's. The Warehouse, Upstairs, Oops. Middle Bar, the Front Bar. No, we didn't have the Casbah no. then. Uh, I... I so want to thank Macon Valerie Donal, uh, sorry, Dolan, Dick Cross of Guinness, Diageo came on board as another sponsor with, with many barrels, which was very helpful to the night. Charlotte Eglinton of uh, Irish Chamber Orchestra was another fabulous supporter that gave us spot prizes. So the calls then, working with John Daly way back then, was Rape Crisis Midwest, which treats adult survivors, male and female, of assault. Yeah. And uh, interestingly, typically in a year, 40% of its clientele will be male. And in my experience working with that project, people inside here like Eric Fitzgerald on our ends pages, who created the poster for us, and um, Donna Sullivan, our then sports editor, did a lot to promote it as well. Our best supporters have been, have been men. Yeah. So um so John and I are repeating like, this year I'm invited on because of an association to do with um adapt domestic abuse services and uh the uniting mental theme men, sorry, the uniting theme between the three charities, there are two staples, Limerick Suicide Watch and Pieta House and Adapt Domestic Abuse Services is you know the offer of refuge, counselling, therapeutic services, the constant flag to vulnerable. People out there, that there are good services and good people available to you 24 yeah. 7, 365, as with the Smurgeons. Yeah. So that's taking place. Uh, I'll take off a few of the people we have organized already. Sorry, that John and Carl have organized already. <laughs> I'm very much a background cog to this. Dora Gola, singing with the band. Um, we have Limerick Jazz Society, big band. We have James Ring whom Limerick posted a couple of full-page interviews with, first in his incarnation as... Dr. James Ring. Dr. James yeah. Ring, yeah. Limerick Civic Trust, then Limerick Chamber, and now he's heading up in Genium. Unknown to me, he's a singer. He rocks out at night with the band yeah. of the Stray seeds. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. So you see him in a different light. <laughs> yeah. You know,
3: so uh, having a meeting after work now with Carl and with another player whom I can't name because he might confirm for this year and next year. Um, yeah, just a quick nod from Carl and John with respect to who helped get this off the ground uh, Hermitage Green former members of the Cranberries, they put them together and they got the Greenberries <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, in the two concerts thus far, 2017 and eighteen, already they brought in 37,500 for last year it was Limerick Suicide Watch, Pieta House and their 2018 wheel was Corpus Christi just School and My Ross. Their 2020 wheel is Adapt Domestic Abuse Services. Brilliant. Catering for women experiencing um, mm. financial and uh, controlling behaviours as 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 well as our other than sexual violence or yeah. domestic violence. There are all sorts of. You appreciate this, Cain. A great many people do. Um, coercive behaviours, ugly behaviours, threatening behaviours can manifest in. Many different ways, yeah. their women, uh, those women and their children, male and female, up to the age of 18, 19, housed by Adept House. house. Um, there are 14 apartments in sight, transition housing, outreach clinics, financial support, therapeutic support, uh, schools assistance support, legal accompaniment. The, a, a wide range of professional services available. there's a lot going on there yeah we yes. were there
0: a while ago weren't we for your uh, and city in Seoul.
3: and soul and Keen, i want to thank you so much for your voluntary professional services mm. i know that you're going to go to adapt that's what Adap- i was monday. getting at
0: rose i was looking for the tanks <laughs> 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 the
3: listener Ryan weiner to be at adapt on monday the 16th next he's going to shoot a 15 minute video there with us uh, professionals um that'll be um, broadcast on the January 10th night uh, and that will offer more explanatory detail. And I have word from the producers that Wins, the yeah. rapper, actually he's going to give us an original rap and I think very likely to the quality of your work shining in the background. Brilliant. Yeah, there you go. Did you know that? No. There you go. No, you Thanks, go. Rose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exclusive. So uh, that's on in January, Rose. So uh, people should go out buy some tickets and donate wherever they can. Yeah. But uh, we absolutely. have some more gigs on yeah. this side well, of the calendar. Yeah, that calendar gig year.
3: sells out every yeah. year. Absolutely, every year. So and get and in ahead. early. Yeah, and get Comfort, in often. Limerick specifically is tremendously generous in buying bundles of tickets for staff or for clients. Uh, people such as CPL recruitment, Ingenium again, um, Striker, you name it. You know, they're all in, which is which is great. So yeah. Yeah, good luck to anybody who can get a ticket. Oh, I do. Yeah.
0: So that's, uh, that's your 2020 vision, Rose. That's my... <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Let's come Reinhard, back to 2019. Never,
3: never lose it, okay?
0: <laughs> so okay. back to 2019. We still have some gigs on in yes. December.
3: Okay, there's a ton of stuff going on. Reader, I'm not going to bore you senseless with listing all that's available to you in the city centre tonight alone. Look up Limerick Post, Arts page eighty eight. Okay, page 88 this mm-hmm. week. We've Stephen Murphy, visual artist in Gallery Interlude in Lucky Lane tonight. We have Phelan Drew, who is a stand-up, stand-out artist, actor, singer, animator in his own right. I cannot mention his famous antecedents. It does Phelan Drew dis- um, a disservice. He's playing Jacks or Daly Esquire. Uh, g- 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 this is a serious theatre show, which just should be adorable. It's created by Carl Shields, and it's uh, extracting extrapolating can i say that you can indeed yeah yeah anyway literally it's pulling joxer out of the plow in the stars and giving him his backstory and his current story and uh that should be interesting "Yeah, Yeah. yeah 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 um apparently the guy wakes up in all the horrors of another alcoholic binge that he couldn't afford in sort of you know the bleak basement of a derelict georgian house in dublin and takes a saunter through limerick's emergent history then in the early teens of the 1900s brilliant yeah, yeah yeah so that's one we've opera Blast with um opera workshop headed up by shirley Keane they do gorgeous december nights in number one perry square it takes an event bright mulled wine uh, mince pies included and it's professional singers and musicians giving just gorgeous stuff Brenner theater company for kids are doing lively shows at various daylight hours in Lime Tree Theatre, there are kiddie shows in the bell table as well, and um, Dear Reader, I have another five events loaded on online Limerick Post, Google, Arty Party, Town & Country, Fundraiser, uh, Gorgeous Choirs led by Noreen Nureen and Moira Kiri Scanlon, playing out in Grange Church on Sunday with St Vincent de Paul, stuff like that. Uh, please look it up online, Artie party down in country.
0: There's a lot going on.
3: Oh my God, oh so, my God, oh my God, I'm exhausted talking mm, to you.
0: So Rose, uh, this might be the last news roundup we have this year because our...
3: Get over it Cain. you know we're working on an issue for the 21st... We are, but I mean... 28th, for the 3rd. I told you, reader, it's going to be a short
0: <laughs> Christmas. It's a short Christmas, but because everything is so staggered, we might be have the time to record these podcasts. So, Rose, uh, what was Ian, your art highlight Ian, of the year?
3: Your heart. Are you a weak person? <laughs>
0: yes, I am. <laughs> What's your <laughs> art highlight of the year? Um, was it Chitty Chitty Bang Bang?
3: Oh God, that was gorgeous. That's me. I'm already obsessed with one that's going to happen with bottom dog for next year. It's playing in my head all the time. You know my gig for the year. I'm no disservice to Limerick, but just what Hozier is doing for the world stage. To make us look into our conscience, to wake up maybe a generation he's closer to than I am that doesn't necessarily read the newspaper or engage a great deal in overseas news. Um, and then the younger generation, again, led by Greta Thunberg, just rocking their socks off with respect to I, I just with respect to how he combines magnificent artistry, a fantastic aesthetic with, with currency. Brilliant. political currency, and, uh, and and he's a ride. Yeah. Nah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, that,
0: that sort of all comes down to Rose. So, Rose, thank you very much for joining us this week. Thank you. And that's it for this week's Limerick Post News Roundup. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt. I'd like to thank Rose Rush, our arts editor, for joining me, Bernie English, our journalist, Megan Scully from the Limerick Post Show. And for more news, sports, art, entertainment and much, much more, visit LimerickPost.ie or follow the hashtag Keeping Limerick Posted across all social media channels. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt, and we really are Keeping Limerick Posted. And happy Christmas, everyone.